Welcome back to another episode of Awaken with Tara Flow. I'm Shay. I'm Shannon. Thanks for joining us. Um, on our channel, we discuss spiritual awakening, spirituality, law of attraction, uh, anything really cool and weird in the universe we like to talk about. Yes, and we both showed up with braids today. <laughs> yeah, synchronicities. That's one of the things we like to talk about. <laughs> How when you start to see things uh, like match up like that, triple numbers or the weird thing that you see that somebody else just saw at the same time, all of those things mean something. That's one of our favorite topics. Yes. And this week's um, conversation is kind of a continuation of our last episode where we started talking about um, just you being the divine vessel for yourself. Yeah. I mean, when our last episode, we really were talking about how it can be kind of overwhelming when you're going through a spiritual awakening journey of everything out there to offer as far as spiritual pathway wise, hundred different tools, thousand different teachers, so many different ways to go about it. And really what we wanted to do during this episode, last episode, we told you sort of keep it simple. This one, we really want to tell you, you are the divine channel you are looking for. You are the one that should tune into yourself because you're the one that can truly get the answers from your higher self, from the universe, directed specifically, personally to you. Yep, absolutely. It's interesting because nobody can tap into your higher self except for yourself. And so you kind of have to find the things that work for you that tune you into that frequency, which is going to be unique to your own expression. That's nothing that anybody else can tell you. You know, it's amazing to have a guide. It's amazing to have these tools. But at the end of the day, it's really, um, we all have unique medicine and gifts. And so it's just tapping into those things so that you can get what it is you're asking for. So how do we do that? Because we've kind of been programmed a little bit that we need an intermediary between us and the universe, between us and God, between us and some higher power. We've been told that, we've been taught that we need somebody else, some organization, some religion, some person, a psychic, or a, a lot of different things. Yeah. So how do we switch that thinking around and really like start to release all the limiting beliefs around that idea so that we truly can tap into ourselves and start to trust ourselves? Oh, that's difficult. I think, I think that there's layers, <clears throat> right? It can be helpful to find a guide and somebody to kind of show you the way to begin with. Um, I think it takes dabbling in a little bit of everything to be able to figure out what actually works for you. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. What do you think? Um, I think that it's kind of a little bit of a process of getting to understand what your own inner voice sounds like. Because I think that's really what it en ends up coming down to is being able to hear and trust your inner voice and just really have faith that your higher self and your inner voice is not going to lead you astray. Mm -hmm. It's really sometimes hard to listen to our inner voice and differentiate it from our ego because our ego wants attention. Our ego makes us the hero. Every time our ego wants to be known and seen, we want to be special. Everybody has that. Every single person has that. So sometimes we'll get all of that chatter in our head, it's our ego basically trying to prop us up. That's where sometimes we'll do comparison, right? The ego compares. Yeah. What do I have versus this person? This is very different than your inner voice. Please see our episode on how to um, follow your intuition. 
because that's really part of what we're talking about. So how you get to that inner voice is number one, you've got to go inside and find out what does that sound like? Yeah. We don't all talk to ourselves. You know, you got to sit and spend some time in quiet contemplation, really, really tuning into your heart space, really tuning into your power center and just finding out what do you really feel? What do you really want <laughs> that is separate from what your ego is calling out for? which again, wants to be special. It wants to be known and seen and it wants to be taken care of in the sense of like, everyone should see my energy, right? It's the sun, we're the sun. We're our own sun in our universe. So our sun sometimes does things, our S-U-N sun, our ego sometimes just does things that aren't necessarily the best for our spiritual awakening paths because it's doing things to tell us and to build us up, to make us think that we're somehow better or somehow we have to work toward our own power where we innately have it. We've talked about that before. You, are, you don't have to do anything to get uh, your inner voice. You, you have that already innately inside of you. So it's really just the process of learning how to tune into that for yourself. Yeah, and I was thinking the other day just about how I, a lot of people that I know and interact with don't seem to be able to quiet their minds, right? And I think that that's yeah. a lot. <clears throat> one of the first steps into opening your awareness to these higher frequencies and realms is just being able to quiet your mind. And we've talked about this before too. When I say quiet your mind, it doesn't necessarily mean like you blank no thoughts it means just watching the thoughts flow in and and recognizing what is on what's happening in your human body right now what is on your mind right now because everything is a clue for another thing everything um leads to the next thing you know so whatever's on your mind right now well maybe that's something that needs or definitely is something that needs your attention right now and is going to lead you to the next um step the next place you're going for sure what you're thinking about definitely but again that's more the mind too and sometimes the mind can get stuck in these thought loops it can get stuck in these kind of cycles of thinking and ways of thinking that are hard to break out of and again I think that's slightly different than your inner voice slightly and they, they can be in alignment they can sound the same but also they can be drastically different too where yeah. your mind might be saying things to you like, I have to do this. I'm required to do this. I'm supposed to do this. Or I can't do this. I'm not allowed to do that. I shouldn't do that. That's not okay. That's not acceptable type things. Those are the things. Unlike your inner self, which is only guiding you toward your spiritual growth, which is only guiding you toward love, which is only guiding you toward like merging with source. Yeah. And so that's the voice that we have to really try to learn how to listen for rather than our ego trying to make us um, or limit us, maybe I should say, in what we're even really willing to consider ourselves as what are we? Right. Like, what are we? Are we a divine being? Our ego might tell us no. Um, our inner voice might tell us yes. All right. Like our ego has a death. Our, this person, this avatar, this character will die someday. Shannon will be dead, right? Yep. Um, 
but my divine self won't be. My higher self is alive and well in whatever realms I'll be in at that time. So um, it's that I have to kind of set aside my Shannon character and what does Shannon want Shannon doing versus what is my higher self saying? What's my journey here? What am I supposed to be doing? What should I be listening for? And I'll notice that the more I tune into my higher self, into that inner voice, um, the more in tune I get with it. And honestly, the happier I get and the more content I get, because that puts me on the journey that I came here to do. So I feel better. And it's my emotions saying, yeah, yeah, you're on the right path. Keep doing that. Because when we get those negative emotions, something's telling us, hey, something's off here and, and you're not in alignment with your higher self. You don't see the big picture. You don't have perspective. You're looking at this as a loss, but it's actually not a loss. It's really, for example, it's really the zoom out, right? It's like things can seem so serious right here, right now, but it's zooming out and realizing that your soul is actually eternal. Energy cannot be destroyed. And so you will just, your energy when you are gone is just going to continue, is going to continue on. And for some people that can seem scary, right? But for, yeah. for me, it seems, makes me feel super peaceful to know that this isn't the end of this soul that I'm just growing in this lifetime. That's what I came here to do. Yeah. You came here to do that. And this is just one facet of your soul. One aspect of your soul. You have different timelines out there going, you have different lives you're living out there because everything's happening simultaneously. It seems linear because we're in these linear games, but because everything's happening at once, you have multiple games going at once, multiple shades, multiple higher selves where you frackled, fractaled yourself out into different characters that you're playing out here. So these things all um, overlap energetically in the sense that when you're progressing in this life, well, the lessons you're learning in this life, the spiritual kind of growth you're getting here, you're also doing in all your other timelines, different circumstances. That's it. Because the universe and your soul wants you to be able to experience all those things. So it's going to have you experiencing in them all in different ways. But essentially, the leading edge of your soul is having the same things happen. So you don't ever go back. And that's that should be comforting to you. Once you enlighten to a point, you're never going to go back to another life where you're an unenlightened soul. You're never going to go back to that. You don't go back, you progress. So we should at least know that we're kind of on the leading edge of our souls here, the leading edge of the unit co-creating with the universe, which is really exciting to know. And it doesn't stop at our physical death of this body. So Okay, I want to circle this back to what we were saying in the beginning, which is like, you can, you, you have the ability to channel the exact knowledge, the wisdom that your own soul needs, right? Yeah, and I think that part of that comes to realizing what comes natural, what comes naturally to you in this life, because that's probably what you're also doing in another life, you know, and that's a kind of a clue as to what you should be doing, or the lessons that you are learning, or, uh, you know, your purpose here on yes. earth. I, I think about, I'm a server, right? Service is important to me. I'd love to serve people in many different ways. But one way that I do that is as a waitress. And I have dreams about being a waitress. Like, 
and always have and always have and another thing that i love to do is organize like homes like people's physical objects belongings i've had dreams and visions of me doing this my entire life and so i just know that that is such a um that's something that is so entangled in my purpose here at, is to right. serve in this way and so just paying attention to the things that come so naturally to you and things that bring you joy and um, bring other people joy as well. Yeah, that's a really good way to tune in to know you're on the right path. It's so interesting. We're in such challenging, really intense times right now where you're going to have the karmic meeting. You're going to have the fateful event. Destiny is really breaking in on all of our timelines right now where there's some focal points. There's some events that we're all going to experience. We're going to co-create together and we're at that point. So it's really super intense. So part of when we're talking about tune in, it's really to get past all this chaos, yeah. all this craziness that might be happening. Tune into yourself. There's no fear in here, right? Because that's the other thing that the ego does is it fears, it worries, it has anxiety. It says, what's going to happen? I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. The unknown where the inner self says, you've got this. And actually there's a full plan and everything has divine timing and everything is showing up exactly when it is supposed to. And the universe has you, you have you, there's a pathway that this is going to go. And I can trust that. And I can say, okay, well, I, I'm not going to know the events and I'm not going to worry about the events that are going to come up. I'm just going to live in my daily. And I'm going to really just live in the present and try to get to that good feeling inside so that I know kind of in every circumstance, I'm on my highest, best path. I'm on my highest vibration. If I can just reach for that, then I don't even need to worry about the future whatsoever. That's already all been handled. And I actually don't need to put a bunch of energy into worrying about what's going to happen. If I can really get a good relationship with my higher self and really tune in on a regular basis. So that's part of why you want to do it you get you go you end up being able to be above the fray yeah. right so there's chaos around you and you're not worried about it because you know that this is all in the divine plan yeah and that you're divinely guided and that's that's the best part about being a channel to the universe and being able to yes. um, reach those higher realms and frequencies is just knowing that it's okay and that it is a part of the divine plan and that it's all going down exactly the way it's supposed to. And in fact, like, I really believe we signed up to do this. We signed up to yes. do it this way. And it's interesting because you'll mm -hmm. notice throughout your life, people who come into your life, maybe causing a little bit of chaos or uncomfortable feelings, and then they're gone or maybe they're not gone, you know, maybe they're not. how can you deal with that type of situation? Um, tapping into your higher self. Everyone that has a significant meaning to you in your life was meant to do something, tell you something, change something in you. They were meant to interact with you. And that's kind of the key. Anybody who had uh, a moment where you remember them, you remember something about them. This is a person that's a key person that was meant to have something happen with. So to me, when I just like look out for those moments and I just know that the universe is going to send me the person, the thing, the show, the poem, the whatever it is that I need to see. And it's the same with people, same exact thing with people. So I just trust myself. I trust that feeling. You never, I mean, we meet 
hundreds, thousands of people, who knows, I mean, depending on what you do, how much, how many people you interact with, but so many people pass by you that you just don't ever really see or acknowledge, right? Other ones, you're like, ah, what is that person? I know them, they know me, something's supposed to happen here. Yep. And that's it. And sometimes that's a, a lifetime thing that they're going to have uh, affecting you. And sometimes it's a 10 minutes and sometimes it's a year. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter how the duration is. It seems like that matters while we're down here, we get real attached to people and it seems super important, but as an eternal being, this is probably a contract, a soul contract I had with somebody to do that thing, to make me see that. So I could somehow spiritually level up so I could somehow progress. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about just universal laws in general, because as we talk about that, you have the ability to be your own channel and to get the wisdom that you need. There also are these universal laws that seem to be just that universal, you know, that apply to everyone. And so how can we tap into those universal laws while also channeling our own innate wisdom and using our own gifts to guide us along on this journey? Give me an example of one that you're talking about. Do you mean like the law of uh, vibration, law for example? Of law of attraction, law of opposites. Yeah. Okay. Well, all of those, like, let's even just take law of attraction, for example, that basically says you get what you are, mm-hmm. that I want to be abundant. And so that I, I have to feel abundant. I have to be abundant if I'm going to get that. Well, in a way to me, it's like the same thing, tuning into my higher self. I got to be in the vibration of my higher self too. And I can't be into those lower vibrations. I'm not going to be able to really tune into my literally higher self. If we think about that, the higher vibrations, the self, right. When we're tuning into, you know, the higher power or the, or the universe or God or whatever it is that you're you're really thinking about whatever that is, you know, those laws. So, um, of the universe basically, um, are all there to support us wherever we're at. So don't think you have to worry about getting yourself to your higher self. It's already available to you. It's more just training the listening, training in the listening of it. Yes. If I can get to a higher vibration, it's easier to listen essentially. Do you know what I mean? And so all of that comes into play. And then when we have things happen, like we'll talk about law of attraction, where right before I'm going to get my manifestation, I'm going to probably see some chaos. I'm probably going to lose something that the universe is energetically removing something to make space. Um, That's where, again, I just got to trust. I just have to trust. So it's hard to lose things. And in those moments of grief, I get into my lower vibration. It's harder to commune with my higher self in those times, but I can't get around the law of it is what it is, the law of vibration. If I'm in sadness, if I'm in fear, if I'm in despair, I can't, I'm not going to be able to reach up and to get the the comfort and the light and the love from the universe that I need. So I got to reach for it sometimes. For some reason, what comes to mind is, is, um, the idea of the lotus has to blooms in mud, right? You kind of have to move through the mud before you bloom. And so it's almost, to me, makes sense that, you know, you have this programming in your life and then you come to the spiritual awakening and it's like that contrast is what allows you to have the spiritual awakening. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to have it without the contrast. We won't know 
joy, without despair. We won't be able to recognize it. So the universe does give us both sides. We are in a polarized state here in the 3D earth. So we have both of those things. So on that note, we're gonna hear our higher self. We're gonna hear our ego. We're gonna get the lower vibrations. That's just part of the human experience. And we shouldn't feel upset with ourselves when we can't tune in. Instead of being upset with yourself, just be like, okay, I need to tune in then. And what does that look like? Going back to what you said earlier about how to quiet the mind. So let's talk about that real quick because a lot of people have have that where it's like, I go to meditate and it just, it's a constant chatter couple different ways to go about this, which have really worked. Number one, binaural beats is a really cool way to tune in. Binaural beats are basically this type of music. You have to wear headphones. Essentially a tone goes in each ear that is so slightly off that we can't discern it, but our brain can. And it ends up adjusting the tune to sound it as one tune for us, thereby sort of like lighting up both sides of our brain. And so when we listen to that type of music, sometimes we can tune in and it helps quiet because it's, it's occupying our mind. (laughs) Our brain is using up space trying to figure out what are we listening to? So that's one way. Another way is movement, whether that's yoga, which is purposeful breathing with movement. And of course, breathing exercises, but not everybody's knows how to do those, but just even, even some type of movement, um, uh, Christina at work and I, we were talking about how breathing is literally, uh, or running, I'm sorry, running is literally a breathing, yeah. almost like a breath work in a different way. And like she was saying, when you're running, you can't think of anything really except for your breathing. And it's that type of thing where we can get into those states where we can quiet the chatter of our mind, do whatever you have to do to get there. That's that that Osho dynamic meditation is kind of the same thing where you're shaking your whole body and it's just literally moving, moves the energy out so that when you're afterwards, when you're in the quiet state, it's like, whoa, okay, this is calm now where you put yourself in chaos right before the calm. And, and even if you can only get 30 seconds of quiet in your brain, great. Maybe next time you'll get 31 seconds and 32, like take, take your time with that getting to those things. But at the same time, also, I feel like when we do tune into what we truly want, we really get into that heart space. The answers are so obvious and easy. Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yeah, obviously, I obviously that's what I want. It's clear what I want. You know what I mean? And that was that was kind of what I was saying earlier when I was saying, you know, just watching your thoughts can give you a clue as to what One of my favorite things to do is to watch my human thoughts as my higher self. And so I have this thought and my higher self is like, okay, well that happened because of this, or I'm watching this thought and it's like, okay, well you had to have that happen for the next thing. Or I have this thought you're divinely guided. It's like, I'm getting both ends of human experience and higher realm experience converging and letting me know that I'm just divinely guided is what it usually comes down to. But it's so interesting, just watching your human experience from this elevated perspective can really just zoom you out of your everyday life and and make you realize you are eternal. This is all just a part of the path. This is all a part of part of the story. And it helps you consciously create instead of just having things happen to you. Don't let life happen to you. Don't let just things happen to you. Make life happen. Yep. Make, create the life you want. 
when you just let things happen and your subconscious is driving the bus, um, your subconscious will do also what will appear to be all sort of crazy things. And it's because you're not listening to your higher self and you're not listening and your higher self says, okay, well, I can't get you there in a reasonable way because you won't listen to me. So I'm going to use some other things. I'm going to co-create with some outside beings here and I'm going to just have some type of crisis come in and it's going to force the change. Yeah. Like it or not, I'm going to force it. And then it feels like crisis because it's like, wait, wait, I didn't want that. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want that. But actually your higher self is like, yeah, you actually need this. But your ego's down here like, ah, no, 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 I'm not ready. (laughs) So sometimes it's like when we feel that tension, it's like, okay, take a breath, calm down, quiet the mind and really just get to that higher perspective. And, and, you know, we have temporary situations and we make really serious decisions off of sometimes something that's pretty temporary. Yeah. Right, because it feels super important in the moment. So the higher perspective is so important, so important to be able to really keep your path where you want it to be and actively consciously create. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier, how easy it can be to slip into that scarcity mindset. And then so when, easy. You, when you get into that space, how easy it is to just continue there. It's like, you almost don't even notice, like you'll catch yourself. I'll do the same thing where my higher self will be like, what are you talking about? And I'll be like, oh, wow, wow. Okay, wait, (laughs) I'm in complete scarcity here. What is happening? Where sometimes you just don't notice. And it's super easy to go down that path. Super easy. Because it's that idea of like, it's almost, it's not impossible, but it's sometimes it feels impossible to not notice your lack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't have that. It's clear. I don't have that. So that's all I can see is my lack of having that. Therefore, really blocking my ability to have it. Well, and And this is why it's so important to surround yourself with like-minded people who are, have your same intentions, right? Because they can kind of bring you back as well Mm. and can act as your higher self. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've called you in a scarcity (laughs) while I've been in scarcity and it's like, you redirect me. And this is where... Yes, you are the divine channel, but that's when the tools can come in. And that's when, yes. you know, use the things at your fingertips to help you yes. help, help guide you. Exactly. Your higher self's like, call your mom. Yep. Right. Your higher self's like, pick up the tarot card. Your higher self's like, go listen to that song or whatever. You know what I mean? So it like, it directs you. So you should follow that. Exactly. It's not going to necessarily be able to talk to you every single time. You're not listening and it knows that. Yeah. (laughs) So it knows it's going to take the path of least resistance, right? So it knows that you can call me and then I'm going to be able to just spout out an answer. And it's crazy sometimes the answers I'll give you guys. And I won't even be thinking about it. You'll, you'll say something. You're like, what's that about? And you'll be like, Oh, it's this. And I, it's literally, I'm not even thinking about it. And then as soon as I say it, we're like, yeah, that's it. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, sometimes you just need, I know I've done the same for you. I'll be like, Shay, what's this about? And you'll be like, it's this. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. That's why. Yep. It, it's just, I need outside. I can't always see myself. I don't always have good perspective on myself. Well, I'm here. And that's where like, we have been souls that have been traveling together for way a long time. So of course we're intertwined, you know, and that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful thing about soul family 
is that when it you, really is when you find your soul family they act as your guides as well and really we're all one we know that we said that yeah. a million times you know we are all just reflections of each other and so hearing an answer from you is just hearing an answer from me <laughs> really at the yeah. end of the day mm-hmm yeah, I think everyone's had that experience where you just hear that thing that you're supposed to hear and it just makes you feel better. And you're like, wow, okay. And it could be a random conversation with a stranger who yeah. says something to you that just changes your perspective. And you're like, wow, okay, thanks universe. I needed to know that yeah. I needed that. Sometimes we got to get over our egos though to allow that type of message in. Cause we think we know better and we don't like to hear from certain people and we have biases and all sorts of crazy things that end up blocking the people of the universe trying to send in to talk to us. So but everybody's there for a reason. So what it sounds like just from our conversation is that one way that you can really be a channel is to just listen. Totally. Just listen, be, be open to the idea that yep. you can get your own information. That's yeah. the first thing Yeah, yeah, yeah. where we, you have to be open that you can get the message. Then you're going to just start listening. There's a lot of different ways. Automatic writing is way sometimes is a way some people do it where just start journaling, just start jotting down what you're thinking, train of thought, right? Where it's just complete. You're not really thinking just write, write, write. And sometimes it's crazy what comes out. You'll see it and you're like, wow, okay. I didn't realize sometimes I, I want to be able to look at myself uh, and I can't see it. So I got to think of a way to do it. I got to reveal myself to myself I will do it with other people who will mirror something back to me mm -hmm. and that's my most common way all of us our most common way of finding something out about ourselves is to mirror somebody mirror with somebody else where they're going to show us something about ourselves. this isn't always easy to pick up too and this is really important like those interactions that you have when you're upset with somebody what are they what is that that's what you got to figure out like okay that's actually me right? Like I'm having a reaction to this person, this situation. It's actually me that I need to actually adjust here or figure out what's going on with, because I can't point at them. I've called them in to show me something. That's another way to what's your higher self telling you who's showing up. Yeah. Who's showing up to cause you conflict. Who's showing up to make you feel something yeah. good or bad, <laughs> right? Good or bad. So yeah. I want to be able to somehow articulate or get it out so I can somehow see it yeah I mean another way that I have really um learned so many lessons is by really watching the people that my soul family right watch what they're going through and take the lesson from them instead of having to take the lesson myself right right I and mean so I it's... think it is just the awareness of who is your cohort who did you come here with you know being right. back can really help you connect to your higher self because then you're connected to their all their higher selves. I mean, I think about when we all uh, started figuring out who our spirit guides were. It's like your spirit guides visit me, and vice versa. Yeah. Right, you know? we're all connected. We're yeah, all connected. yeah. So the the universe will send us messages through however it knows we're willing to see it. Yeah. Some of us are more hard headed than others some of us are more hard-headed at times sometimes we're super open <laughs> so it could be just whatever we're feeling 
Mm-hmm. This is where like all these different spiritual paths, right? Yoga, Buddhism, Taoism, yes, yes. all these things, they give you a guide of what to do to, to open up the channels in your body and to be able to become the channels from your body. And this is where I believe we're spiritual mixologists. We're, we're here to take in what works for us, right? And then become the channel with, with those things that, that work for us. And so it's just finding out what really helps us be a channel. I know for me that if I um, do a certain series of things, it leads me into a meditative state where then I can clearly talk to anybody who's on the other side who wants to give me information and I can really connect with my higher self without even trying whatsoever. You know, just after a few uh, steps of things that get me into that relaxed state and really I can feel the channels in my body where I'm holding tension, where I need to give extra love, where I need to send my breath. You know, all of these things really are here. They're technology that we are able to use in our own bodies. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not necessarily thinking, hey, I'm going through a spiritual awakening, I just want to be more aware, right? Where, um, I just want to be more aware of myself and more self-aware. All of the same things are, 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 are what you would do basically yeah. is what I'm saying. Like there's no different thing, right? Like we're saying, Hey, if you're on a spiritual journey, this is super helpful. This, help, this will help you awaken, but just really for anyone if to be more self-aware and to have more charge, take more charge of your life. If you're just a human here on earth, who wants, <laughs> yes, to, right. who wants to feel more flow and ease, you know, try out right. things and you just may become a more powerful creator here, co-creator here. Yeah. And isn't that it's kind of what we've talked about the law of attraction that essentially is trying to get us to a state of peace and ease and comfort. Yeah. Like we are saying that the things we want that we think is going to make us feel that way, whether it's people or objects or places or whatever it is but it's the state we're trying to get to that feels good. And if you think about that in a time in your life where you've just been at complete ease, where you just don't worry, you're in comfort, you don't have anything that you're have pressing on you. Like who doesn't want that? <laughs> who doesn't want that? And it's easier to get to that state, the more connected you are to your higher self. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll see the creativity just flow in your life. We talk about being co co-creators and that is being able to use your own creativity to guide and to create the life that you wish to lead right yes because you are you yes get that get rid of the muck the easier it is for this creativity to flow yeah and just know you're worthy of that you actually have the ability to pull that in and call that in whomever you are it does not matter you don't have to do anything you don't have to earn that Every single being has the ability to tune in and tap into their higher self. You are a divine being. You can do it. And you're co-creating anyway. Like you're doing it anyway. So why would you not call upon the higher realms to help you out, to get you to to where you really want to be, to really learn the lessons your soul came here to learn, to live out your purpose here as this human body, to gather your soul family to progress yourself yeah right 
Well, this has been really uh, a good chat, Jay. Thank you so much for having it with me. Thank you so much, listener, viewer, wherever you're catching us uh, over here on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're finding us. We have a new episode out weekly. Um, uh, we appreciate any likes or subscribes or shares or anything like that. And um, Again, we do this for the joy of doing it. Thank you, universe. Thank you, Shay. I am so grateful to be here with you. And uh, I appreciate every single moment that I get to spend with you, my beautiful daughter. Mm, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's go do, be divine vessels for creativity and flow. We will see you next Monday. See you next week. <laughs>